0: You're listening to Central Illinois Business. Hi, Alex Jerry here. So glad you're with us. Boy, am I excited about today's show. I have a very good friend of mine on the show today as our first guest, front and center. Dan Wagner, here from Inland Real Estate up Chicago Way, has been here at the U of I uh, for the Jim Edgar's Fellow Program, a class that lasts about a week in leadership. Welcome, Oh, Alex, it is great to be here. Thanks for having me as your guest. I Are love champagne. kidding? This is so <laughs> cool. I've been following your posts on Facebook and the social media and the people, you know, with the Governor Edgar there and, uh, you know, the mayors of this town, the mayor of that town, and the senators and all these different people I've seen you with. And uh, I guess I'm I'm getting used to that. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you I was in Rome and, and 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 we were at the Vatican and somebody said, hey, who's that there with Dan Wagner? Like, That's the Pope. <laughs> oh, my (laughs) Gosh, Alex. No, I'm teasing. (laughs) But I mean, you're just making some headways here in terms of uh, rubbing elbows with some of the great leaders of our state. And uh, tell us about this program. So uh, Governor Jim
1: Edgar is uh, one of my personal heroes, and what shows that he's truly a statesman is that he just didn't walk away from the government aspect. He actually created this program, a leadership development program, that you uh, get uh, you, that someone offers your name up, and I had a professor from uh, Illinois State in political science that put my name forward to wow. uh, the, the governor's task force that looks at this. And wow. I, I got accepted. Wow! Um, I was very, uh, very honored to be there. Is about forty people in the program, and and literally, it's everybody from the uh, mayor of Marion uh, to the state rep who lives in Metropolis, all the way up to uh, a state senator from Rockford. Uh, people from Chicago. Uh, the labor, uh, one, labor one hundred and fifty was there. Uh, the labor unions of Chicago. A lot of really? yeah, very, That's so very cool. diverse. Um, yeah, the Illinois Retail Merchants Association. Very very diverse group, but the whole concept is we want to get together in this um, difficult era where you can't you know share ideas and have a vitriol fight. Mm-hmm. This is to where you bring people together and let's show that we're more alike than we are different. Yeah, and that I think is one of Governor Egger's legacies, and it's truly an honor. He he uh, raised all the money for it, so it's funded privately, and it, the whole thing is is. Taken care of by private donations. Wow, we're we're here for a week, and we're staying at the uh, the I Hotel that you know that oh, yeah. uh, Mr. Fox made. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. A gorgeous hotel, yeah. by the way. Oh my gosh, yeah, my brother in law is
0: the uh, general manager there. Oh, yeah. boy, what a terrific thing! Yeah, and he does a great job.
1: We then we went over to the Memorial Stadium uh, for dinner one night with uh, Governor Pritzker. And, uh, and cool. What, and what's cool is I can you know I can uh, challenge Governor Pritzker uh, in a in a very uh, polite, nice way. To was able to say I didn't like the idea of the Graduated income tax and a few other things. <laughs> there's
0: a few um, other ideas. Yeah, there's a life. few other things.
1: No rent control. It's you know, yeah. commercial real estate uh, is going to be taxed horribly. Let's take a, let's take a look at that. But um, he was very he was very nice. And yeah. uh, but you know you just have to be able to talk civilly with people right. and be respectful. Um, yeah. I honestly think he wants to do what's best for Illinois. Mm-hmm. But um, you know we need to be here to let him know what we can uh, ask him to change.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one more thing. We had yep. the
1: treasurer, uh, treasurer Frericks was. Uh, oh, what. Great last guy. night, he's yeah, a, I saw champ- your picture he's a him. champagne guy. Yes, oh my he is. gosh! Yes, he is. We went to uh, that pig restaurant, that pig bar, whatever. What's that called? Blind whatever. pig. Blind pig. Yep. Went to blind pig last night, yep. and he was what an engaging guy. He speaks fluent Mandarin and fluent German. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know that till I saw your post. <laughs> it honestly, was unbelievable. What- and he's a kind of a tall guy. So oh, he's huge. <laughs> my uh, my height, uh, I felt. Uh, height
0: challenge by standing next to him. <laughs> oh man! I tell you what, I we did. I was with a um, uh, it was a advertising company, and they were doing some kind of a book, a promo book or something. And they took a picture of him, and they took a picture of me, and they had uh, all these different people in the book. Mm-hmm. And when it came to his picture. They had it folded so that when you open the book, you had to fold up a page to get his whole torso <laughs> in just to emphasize how tall he really is. He's huge. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, and he's our state treasurer. Yes.
1: Yeah. So so I'm a Republican, and there were Republicans there. There were Democrats there. And we disagreed on some issues. Um, but. Right. You know, I I, did, I disagree on uh, legalizing marijuana, but mm-hmm. they were able to talk about that, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it's uh, we had a, it's a good civil discussion, and I can't overemphasize just how much this state of Illinois is blessed to have Governor Egger, and also uh, the first lady who was there, Brenda Brenda Egger oh, was there she's as a well. Sweetheart, what a phenomenal lady! Yeah. And his uh, different uh, past uh, leaders from his administration, Mike Lawrence spoke, who was his press secretary, Al Grosball. Uh, and Gene Reinecke, who are his chiefs of staff. So uh, other people
0: participated, and um, we just had such a great time. Wow, that is fantastic. I uh, just love that kind of stuff. And I've participated in some things kind of like that, but nothing as high level as that. So <laughs> I is very, very impressed. Um, and I got a diploma today. It's, and it the diploma covers from the University of Illinois. So you know it's really?
1: no, you know it's snowing in hell when Dan Wagner gets a diploma for the University of Illinois. <laughs>
0: how cool is that? I don't know if you're gonna have any room in your office for any more uh, accolades, but that that is really great. Oh thanks. Yeah. So um, you are here and normally you are involved in the real estate business. That's how I've met you, was through uh your efforts and uh real estate and uh you're with uh, inland uh real estate uh why don't we talk a little bit about that sure it's uh i gotta tell you one of the one of the uh true
1: honors of my life is to work for Uh, Dan Goodwin, who is the the chairman and CEO of the Inland Real Estate Group, and he and three other uh, teachers, Bob Parks, Joe Casenza, and Bob Baum, they created the Inland Real Estate Group of Companies. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were four uh, teachers, uh, middle school teachers, teachers. that uh, that came together in the summer and said, We got to try to make more money for our family. Yeah. And they started. What are we going <laughs> yeah, to do? Yeah, we got nothing to do. Right. And they started asking other Chicago public school teachers for um, investment money. Uh-huh. And they did so well that they eventually were, ma- were bringing in too much to continue to be teachers. So they went off and made Inland. And at one point in time, they had over 40,000 apartments in downtown Chicago. But Inland Real Estate Group has actually purchased. These four teachers, um, after over 50 years, have purchased $47 billion worth of commercial real estate in all states but Alaska.
0: Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, I mean, I think that's the largest real estate investment trust in Illinois. It's probably one of the biggest ones in the country. I well,
1: it, it's it's a full uh, complement of real estate activities. We have finance. We have institutional capital partners where we actually uh, invest pension fund money. Wow. Um, we, have, we do, I think, our... Our development company is doing a quarter of a billion right now, just in building apartments and wow. hotels around the country. Wow. Um, we have our inland, uh, our inland bank. Um, we have inland home mortgage company. Uh, our investment division is where the reits come from, and we have a, a mortgage reit right now that does about five uh, to six percent. We have our inland. Um, the the big thing is that we'll talk about later on is the um, the, De- the Delaware Century Trust, the yep. 1031 Thirty One program. All right. We have an inland uh, private capital division. Uh, we're doing. Um, we're also doing opportunity zone fund. And we have uh, we have a brokerage. We have a pace bond program, which is so intri- very intriguing. This is where you can put on your pr- you can decide that you can put a bond on your property tax bill for your commercial property in Illinois, and you're able to get. A, a loan put onto your your property tax bill to pay for environmental uh, changes to your property, like new LED lights, new HVAC that's better for the environment, higher efficiency, higher efficiency, solar power, solar panels, mm. um, new windows, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so we're uh, that's another division of our company. And then another great one is uh, bridge loans. We do bridge loans, uh, which has been growing. And so it's it's really a whole uh, finance company, and we manage. Uh, all this stuff. So we uh, we have about a thousand employees now.
0: Wow, that's phenomenal.
1: Out of four teachers, and these guys come, came from nothing. Uh, so Dan Goodwin's grandmother was homeless. Um, he and his two brothers lived in uh, on pullout couches in an apartment. Um, <laughs> his uh, jo- Joe Casenza, his his dad was a barber. Um, you had Bob Parks' dad was a janitor, and Bob Baum's dad was a traveling salesman where he would go door-to-door to gas stations selling uh, windshield wiper blades and things like that. Wow, I mean, so crazy. these guys, they come crazy. from nothing, and that's what makes them so real, is that um, they, everything is everything is about the investor's money, because that's where they know the, the Chicago public teachers, school teachers, they knew their family and friends that, that put money into the company, and, and that's why everything is based on spending money uh, goes towards the investors and giving back to the investors.
0: Yeah, no, and, and that is front and center. I had the privilege, as you know, of uh, meeting Joe and a couple of times, and and actually did, uh, he's been on this show a couple of times. He told me, he said, you're a great guy. He's like, that guy, Alex, <laughs> he's a great guy. I'm like, to know
1: Alex is a love him. let me yeah. tell
0: you. Yeah, it's quite the other way around, but then we did, we we went up, and you helped arrange an interview right in his office, yes. which we did together, and uh, Ed, uh, our uh, uh, illustrious producer here, helped me pull that off by using some new technology with the cell phone and everything. And um, I just got to, to hear the story firsthand again, and just the, the, the sheer, uh, you know heart and just the genuineness and everything uh, so real. Uh, and uh, and then the story about his dad being the barber and uh, Al Capone <laughs> in the barber chair and oh yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah Joe tells the best story. His dad opened a barber shop and across the street a bookie
1: joint was there and a guy comes over to get his hair cut it ends up being Al Capone. It's <laughs> like this guy when, Joe always says well I was I was kind of nervous but uh, you
0: know he tipped us so well is what oh, his dad used to oh, say. Oh man <laughs> I'll bet. Oh geez. Well you know you see all these old movies where the guy buys it in, in the uh, in the yeah. barber chair and you just wonder you know i could see how he'd be a little bit uh, shaky there <laughs> yes oh but my gosh just just great stuff and and what do you what is your official title and what do you do at uh, inland
1: you know, I have a, I have a really great job. I work uh, directly for the chairman for Dan Goodwin, and I represent him um, at the local, state, and national level for the Inland Real Estate Group. And I work to make sure that um, we are um, engaged with all of the different associations. Um, so at the local level, we're part of the um, Oak Brook Chamber of Commerce. At the state level, we're very involved with the um, the Illinois Realtors, uh, Illinois Retail Merchants Association, Illinois Manufacturer Association. I'm on the board for the Illinois Chamber wow. of Commerce. Um, at the cool. national level, we're part of the National Association of Realtors. We're part of the um, U.S. Uh, Chamber of Commerce, the National Association of Real Estate Investment Trusts. The... Um, uh, federal exchange accommodators the investment program association ADISA. i mean all these different groups that we're part of and of course um i was president past president of the chicago association of realtors yes which are you know, which i love and then um one of the interesting things is that uh mr goodwin uh one of his passions is is the environment and so i'm on the board of directors for the conservation foundation which everything uh is in the realtors uh, code of ethics the first line is everything under is is the land under all under is the is, land you go under all is the land and we have to be good stewards of the land and I think it's important that we understand um, that the the flora and fauna uh, needs to be taken care of and we have to be as as
0: real estate people who's better to be stewards of the land uh, than all of us than the Realtors yeah I went to a conservation forum actually that you sponsored inland sponsored up there that you organized and uh, it opened my eyes to the whole concept, and uh, I'm a believer. Hey, we are out of time. We've got to do a quick commercial, but when we come back, what I'd like to do is talk more about this uh, DST, the Delaware Statutory Trust, Uh, and I'd like to hear a little bit about that because, you know, it's something that I think a lot of people would like to know more about. Terrific. Okay. I can't wait. All right. We'll be right back after this work. And we're back. You're listening to Central Illinois Business. Alex Ruggieri here with Dan Wagner from Inland Real Estate. Uh, And we've been having a wonderful discussion. You've been here for a week in our great fair city. Love it. And uh, also at the University of Illinois uh, and had the privilege of uh, spending a lot of time with uh, a lot of uh, leaders from our state, both uh, mayors from all over the state, senators, and, of course, our uh, ex-governor, uh, Edgar, who was the instructor and put it all together for this leadership conference, the uh, Jim Edgar Fellow yes. uh, uh, program, which is wonderful. And I think we spoke a little bit about that uh, before the break. But I, I really want to drill down a little bit and talk about uh, this Delaware Statutory Trust Tell me a little bit about that and the history of it and what it it is. Because people may not realize, I mean, who aren't in the real estate business may not know what it is. And people in the real estate business, I don't think, really grasp what it is. Well, the idea
1: of this came from Dan Goodwood, who's the chairman and CEO of the Inland Real Estate Group. In the 80s, when the tax laws changed, um, Inland had a lot of limited partnerships and owning apartments, and the pass-through, um, the losses couldn't happen. or it, And so um, a variety of those were underwater. These four... Um, teachers that uh, started inland would not let people go bankrupt and so what they did is they put all of their money back into the company and they went to walmart and they asked walmart to do sale leasebacks and then they went to the federal government to treasury and said hey we want to be able to take all these people that are underwater with their investments and 1031 like kind exchange them into these walmarts for a fractional share interest will you let us do it and they said you no company's ever done that before wow <laughs> and they said you're gonna really? say you're gonna save people's you're gonna save people their investment Yeah, go ahead. And so from that idea... Um, Mr. Goodwin uh, thought, boy, this has been so successful. We need to make this happen you know, for a longer period of time. And so what he did is that um, working with um, a big law firm in the city, uh, they they did get a letter from Treasury that you can create a fractional share interest that you can take your real property investment and 1031-like kind of exchange it into a fractional share. So
0: what a 1031- Now that's different than like a
1: tenant in common? It is. A tenant in common is kind of an older way. Of being able to have um, an investment, um, what you the, the problem with the tenant in common is that you have all of the investors. Um, have an equal share to vote and so you have people that really don't understand real estate and so you get tied up in the rogue investor that really hurts the other investors and so with this what happens is is that um inland will go and will buy a, a very a commercial grade property that a regular person would never have like a chance a trophy doing. property yes. somewhere you know right no you wouldn't have $50
0: million a fifty dollar right. right on the corner of Maine and Maine or whatever yes
1: and mo- you know, most people would not have that opportunity you know except donald trump and a few yeah, other people yeah, yeah. um so what happens is is that if, if you have a farm if you have an apartment complex or or, or even a, a second home that you're just renting out and you're tired of the toilets, trash, and tenants, we call it, um, and you're tired of, of farming and you're, you you know, you have no one that wants to take over the farm from you, you can monetize it. You can sell it because, as we know, farmers are um, land rich and cash poor. And so yeah. what yeah. you're able to do is they can sell that and they can 1031 um, like an exchange. It's a, in the tax code since uh, the beginning of time, about over 100 years, the 1031 like exchange has been in the tax code and we kept it in the tax code with a really great coalition and we thank uh the national association of realtors and or all the realtors were out there
0: front and center flying to dc i mean it was really great but
1: we had ten thousand realtors walking capitol hill in yeah. one year you know it's yeah. just phenomenal but we uh, thank wonderful. you for saying that <laughs> and you were what i know you were and you're you're a big uh, big promoter of this um, but the the ten thirty one is like a four hundred one k of real estate. You you defer your capital gains uh, tax um, and, until you actually take the money out yeah, of a property. It's not a tax
0: free thing. It's just exactly deferred.
1: So it's like a four hundred one k. You're able to grow your your real estate. You're able to grow your investment tax-free, and then when you cash out, you got to pay Uncle Sam. Right. But by being able to grow just like a 401k, you're able to really see things expand, and it really acts as the spark plug for the American economy because people, when they, when they go from a, a smaller property to a bigger property and, and, and keep growing their property and their investment – it means that people are going to be um, hired to remodel a building they 're going to have people that are going to get um, the new asphalt uh, guys are going to get uh, taken care of you 're going to have people that are going to get their lawyer fee for the sale you 're going to get the property transfer tax for the community so it's there's there 's a very synergistic process with this, but this aspect of how you can monetize this property, what you do is you're able to sell your, your um, rental property, whatever your income producer property is, and you can then move it into uh, one, of, uh, one of our properties, which is uh, a DST, Delaware Statutory Trust. And then from then on, you get, um, you get a monthly uh, check. It's like wow. It's it's like mailbox
0: money. It's uh, passive. income. It's passive income. Right. And
1: so the the thing to be make people aware is that this is not for just the average person because it's not liquid. This is going to be where Inland is. You know, we run the show. We 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 know how to manage stuff. We've been doing this for fifty years. Um, We have ability to be able to purchase things where other people wouldn't have the connections just because our Joe Casenza knows everybody in the country because we buy stuff everywhere. And so we really get good deals and are very accretive. But what makes it so interesting is that other people, other companies try to do this, but Inland has the wherewithal to go and buy it all. So um, one of the things that happens if you're going to try to do a 1031-like exchange, there are certain uh, policies and procedures you have to follow. For example, you have to make sure to work with a qualified intermediary. And you, when you work with them, before you sell your property, you have to be able to have a third party take the proceeds from the sale and hold it. And then you have 45 days to identify another property you're going to go into or a DST. And then you have 180 days to close on that. And so it's super important that you, you talk to your accountants and you, you know, work with the right people. But um, you, you put together a team, basically. You put together a team, yes. Uh, but it's it's so worth it. And um, you know, a couple advantages, the other advantage by doing a DST is when you have your heirs or uh, you're looking to put something in your will, um, if you will your DST shares, you can will it to your heirs and they get a stepped up in basis. And so um, the, the deferral is there for them too and they don't have to pay the capital gains which is phenomenal so it's a really wonderful wealth builder for families and that's why um inland um when mr goodwood started this we're we're now like 30 over 30 percent of the market in the united states for the securitized 1031 like kind exchange
0: are you really yes yeah. that is amazing
1: yeah, it's these you know these teachers yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch out for them they're pretty darn
0: smart yeah Oh, that's really incredible. So now when you talk about um, the liquidity factor, is there an exit strategy? So if one of these teachers says, "Okay, I just sold my apartment building. I'm going to put it in a DST, right? As, uh, you know, as a ten thirty one, it's a tax deferred, and all my money's going to grow. But how long does it stay in there, or when do I get it back?" Sure.
1: Well, um, the first thing, the first things first, is that we have to verify that you're an accredited investor. Okay. So accredited investor means that you have one million dollars in, um, in in assets beside your home, or um, you as an individual makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, or you and your wife make three hundred or spouse combined. make three hundred thousand dollars a year combined, and that just to make sure that people you know are more sophisticated and aware of uh, what that this is the risk. Yes, mm-hmm. and so inland typically we hold these properties usually eight to ten years, mm-hmm. and then we sell, and then people can decide, hey, I'm going to go into and buy my own property. I'm going I'm going to cash out, and then you pay your capital gains. Or you can flip into another DST, and quite honestly, people love these Just so much because it's passive income, rolling, and, rolling. and people love yeah. them a lot. Right. But you know, there's other interesting aspects of this. If you, for example, like uh, you're, you know, a lot of people that are young want to still manage their own properties, and mm-hmm. it's fun to own things. So mm-hmm. um, if you do a ten thirty one like an exchange and you have additional money left over, let's say you, did, you sold a building for a million and, and you found something that was 900000 well, you're going to have to pay $100,000 on that. That uh, capital you gain pay for capital the, gains. With the boot or whatever, the booted, with, what's the boot what 's left over, and mm-hmm. what you can do instead of paying the capital gains
0: you can do for with cash, you can do the the dST, the DST with that so you do you, you want a hands on investment, you find a nine hundred thousand uh, dollar property that you want to buy yes uh, and instead of paying your 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 huge tax bill on the hundred thousand, you put it into a dST and wow, you get a, and a you get a check yes it 's
1: called getting the scraps is yeah. what it is, and yeah. people. They love that. Um, Realtors, the other thing that realtors like about this is that um, clearly a realtor likes being able to get commission, mm-hmm. and there's some people that will not sell their farm or something else because they have such big capital gains problems mm-hmm. that they will want to wait until they know what to buy. Well, mm-hmm. you can get your client off the sideline by saying, look, you don't have to wait, we got this DST here. It's really hard to be able to find a, a good property for someone. Sometimes um, it is. But, but if you do find it, then you know obviously the realtor gets another commission mm-hmm. on the second side of it, but, mm-hmm. um, but quite often what we highlight is that identify one property that you want to buy or even a second property but make a At DST least, uh, th- identify the third the third to be a DST because that's your insurance policy because right. um, I met a realtor in Texas who said that he sold his best friend's farm for 15 million and then uh, he had a sure thing and it was all done and then a hiccup with financing happened they and, his, Close. and his buddy had to pay, oh, I think no. it was 30% oh, uh, of the 15 million and oh, um, unfortunately, man. I don't think they were friends after that. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Whereas if you had the
0: backup, you could have exactly. Been, hey, we've already identified a DST, we can go into that.
1: Yes, that's absolutely right and financing is, after the after the recession that happened, financing can be difficult because some people have too many glitches in their mm-hmm. credit rating mm-hmm. but with Inland, we don't. You have to. No one has to have the financing except us. We buy it, and right. you don't. Your client doesn't have to worry about getting reviewed for financing. It's right. pretty phenomenal. People right. like that a lot. Right. And then we know how to manage. We're the ones that are. Uh, managing properties for you know forty six or forty seven billion across America in the past, and we're doing it right now, and so we know how to do that. It takes away from people's issues of having to, to well, worry you about have those things.
0: Professionals, and yes. the good thing is you're in uh, you know these really major markets all over the country, and. It's where the action is, and you can afford to do that, and and that's where the best deals are. But it's well, hard it's, to do that for the average person. And you've done a ten thirty one exchange before, oh, yeah. haven't you, Alex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And perfect. what's been
1: your experience with ten thirty ones? Well, they're complicated,
0: <laughs> but I mean, you know, they're they're it's a great tool, but you know, it doesn't always fit. I mean, there's there's right. issues, you know. So it's a I think it's a fantastic tool, and we we use it all the time, but. Uh, If you were to and you brought up the best example, if you make the this the wrong mistake and your accommodator doesn't, you know, do it right or your attorney doesn't do it right or your CPA doesn't do it right, or you miss a deadline. The IRS can show up and say, hey, we have a tax bill for you here, 300 grand or whatever it <laughs> yes, is. Yes, absolutely know? right. I mean, it's scary. Then, you know, there's not much else you can do. Well, in Inland, the other thing is
1: because we're kind of like, uh, you know, the McDonald's of this industry. I mean, we're the yeah. lead of the industry. Um, and we know who the um, the Coca-Cola brands are for general um, for the qualified intermediary because you have people that hold hold significant amount of your money and you don't want them to run away with it. And um, when you want to make sure that you have a bonded company and, and someone that knows what they 're doing with that, and so that 's an important thing to remember as well and because of inland's fifty year track record, people just come flocking to us um, we, it, the hard thing for us is to keep product on the shelf so right wow. now we have uh, we have apartments, uh, big major apartment complexes, we have uh, wonderful uh, pu- public storage. Um, a a medical office and what's interesting with uh, the 1031 you have to also take a look at what your loan to value is and um, we have different uh, products for different uh, people's needs so for their match. LD, for, so they could match, right? That's great. And then some people will say, hey, I want to do a DST that's going to be, um, that will have no debt. Mm-hmm. And so, we're, you know, there's a variety of things like that. And we're, we're a company that can provide that for people where there's no debt on property. Yeah, so. That's phenomenal. We're out of time. Uh, oh, if okay. somebody
0: wants to find out more information, how can they do that? I'll give you a call. I'm at uh, the Inland
1: Real Estate Group, 630 218 4953. I'd be happy to uh, work
0: with them. Outstanding. Dan Wagner from Inland Real Estate. A real pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I love Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Vice versa. (laughs) And please don't go away. We'll have much more right after the break. And we're back. You're listening to Central Illinois Business. Hi, Alex Ruggieri here. Thanks for staying with us through the break. I have got a wonderful interview for you here. Second half of the hour, we're meeting with Mr. Jerry Davis from Personal Mobility. Welcome.
2: Thank you very much. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm delighted uh, to have you. I'm so excited because um, I know that you're opening a new uh, location in Champagne, and I was like hey we got to talk about this because I love the business you're in, it's a very uh, needed uh, uh, business and a service oriented business. Why don't you tell folks what Personal Mobility is, what you do and your history a little bit because it's just really a cool company.
2: Sure, Personal Mobility is a, a company that provides mobility and access for persons with a disability uh, re- regarding whatever mobility device they might need. We uh, provide wheelchairs and scooters, custom wheelchairs, manual and power high-end wheelchairs. We also do lifts and elevators, uh, a little bit of commercial work, mostly residential, and we also provide automobility uh, with wheelchair accessible vehicles, driving controls, uh, lifts for uh, scooters and wheelchairs. So basically any type of a product For a person with a disability to help them with mobility in their home, uh, on the highway, and throughout the community. Wow, that is really exciting. Um, The uh,
0: market for that has uh, really expanded in the last 30 years. Um, You know that I knew Terry Bilberry. Yes. And back in the day, Terry had a company that did that. But it was like the only one around. And people came from miles around to have their... Uh, vans retrofitted or, or whatnot, mm-hmm. but um, from what I understand, what's happening today is there's just all kinds of new product, new uh, renovations to the vehicles that uh, are kind of high-tech, and, you know, w- you know, it's just amazing, and they have not only are you doing retrofits, but you're, you're actually selling new product already custom tricked out for that's correct. Uh, mobility.
2: Right. We uh, provide, for, for the automobility industry, we, we do anything from as simple as a, just a seat that would allow a person to have easier access, a power seat that actually comes out of the vehicle, turns, and, and goes to the, lowers towards the ground, the person can sit on it, then it'll bring them back in, rotate them back in. Uh, you, you wouldn't think that that would be something that was really necessary, but there it's amazing how many of those that we actually do sell. Wow. Um, uh, and from that to, to the scooter lifts that are for just a simple mobility device for a person who may not may have the ability to walk a certain distance, but uh, if they're going on a shopping trip or right. an outing, they would need their that to go with them. So something to stow that with. And uh, one of our high end products is uh, electronic mobility controls. We we install in service. Um, we can let we can actually set up a, a van where a person with a disability. Can enter the vehicle via remote control, um, and get to the driver's compartment, to the driver's st- station, lock in automatically, drive into a power lockdown, start the vehicle, and drive it with as much as uh, not touching any of the OEM controls, and they they can gas, brake, and steer the vehicle with one single joystick. Wow. So uh, pretty high-tech stuff. That is amazing. We're actually doing one right now in our Peoria location. So it's it's always great to to, uh, get one of those completed and see the person have the ability to drive.
0: Now, I am curious, uh, do they have to take that vehicle down to the driver's license facility to do their driving test and all of that how does that work?
2: That's a good question. Uh, typically a person with a disability or anybody I, I believe as the law reads in Illinois it, it states that if your ability to drive has changed you must notify the Secretary of State within two weeks within but two weeks okay The way that, that we handle that is if it's if a person well okay. once you're licensed for that you're endorsed, you have an endorsement on your driver's license that you can drive with mechanical aids. However, oh, we there's the uh there are what we call or what are labeled as certified driver rehabilitation specialist and uh, that is a typically a, an occupational therapist or a physical therapist who has the added degree and training to uh, instruct prescribe and train individuals on driving with, with mechanical so aids. So
0: the state doesn't do that. Private contractors do that. Yes. Oh, yes. that makes so much right. more sense. Right. And there's and not actually, a lot of them around.
2: Actually, it gives me a lot more confidence Right. <laughs> in the <laughs> right. whole system. Yeah, there's a couple different uh, levels of uh, degree there, I guess. Uh, for the, the uh, lower end, uh, there's the hand hand. Hand controls, mechanical hand controls, relatively simple. Mm-hmm. When it gets into the, the electronic driving control, there are so many different options and different ways to do it, different setups that it, uh, there's, I don't know how many there are in the country, but uh, there's only a couple of them within our, our, our area. One in Chicago, we have one in St. Louis. Um, we al- have also worked with one out of, Dallas area mm-hmm. um, so it's it's it, and just to have the equipment to provide that training and that's you're looking at about a hundred and fifty thousand dollar vehicle with wow. the controls and the all the adaptions in it plus wow. the, you know, and the and the cost of the vehicle as wow. well so it's pretty costly
0: wow so um you know when people do these kinds of conversions that's the level of uh, the cost that they can expect or does right. insurance cover that? Like if somebody gets in an accident, I heard a story about uh, a younger fellow. I say younger. He was 50. But I mean, you know, he had he, uh, a lot of years left uh-huh. and, uh, you know, got in an accident and uh, lost his mobility. Um, is that something where insurance would come in and help him with a vehicle or no? They just take care of the hospital and that's it.
2: Insurances are different mm-hmm. from company to company, from individual to individual. Uh, there's a lot of different scenarios there. Primarily, if it is a work comp case, oh, okay, that, 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 that's one that is I won't say always taken care of, but in most cases, that's that's the most likely to be covered by insurance. Okay, work um, right. However, the state does have some programs uh, if, if if it's a an individual who has a job or mm-hmm. is in the the latter the, the second half of their college. Mm-hmm. There's not really a cut and dried way. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone's treated, you know, it, it's you go through a um, counselor and mm-hmm. it's a process. But if mm-hmm. it's someone who's a job, the Department of, of uh, Human Services, the Volk Rehab Division, will help fund the adaptive portion of that. So it can amount to $80,000 or more that is contributed by the state. Wow, that's and great. Th- and those dollars are matched 50% by the federal government. So there, oh, that's, that's one wonderful. thing that the state is pretty good at taking care of.
0: Wow, that's great! Right. Yeah, because that was my next question. Because <laughs> I know a lot of landlords are still right. waiting for their checks from the state on some. some over
2: of this over the years, we've had our issues with you know being mm-hmm. being behind a little bit on mm-hmm. other you know Medicaid and some of the right other things. But uh, I'm preaching to the choir there because I think everybody's been yep. touched by that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now tell us about the new location.
2: Uh, our you new lo- have a showroom and all that. Yeah, we'll have. Well, actually, we already have a location in 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 uh, right. in, the, in the city. Um, we've been, actually that store has been there since 2004. We've uh, and been a partner in that store since then. However, um, in October of 16, we purchased from the company that we partnered with there. Um, s- kind of been looking for a building. And uh, with your yeah. help, we've, we've recently found one. It's at uh, 1109 Parkland, Parkland Court. Court. Uh, it's actually on Bradley, but the, the address is Parkland. Um, nice location. It's I believe it was originally a... Uh, a amco transmission, transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, store um it's relatively relatively new and and my <laughs> con- compared to me i guess <laughs> um but it's uh it's a 3,600 square feet building um it's got we're going to have a nice show we, we won't be taking it over till the first of september yeah uh, but we're definitely looking forward to the move It's going to be easier for customers to get get parked to get in and out of and less congestion and uh, Great visibility, right? It's a it's a wonderful looking building, and it is going to give us a, a hope hope some more awareness.
0: Now you uh, have uh, vehicles that are turnkey ready already. Uh, Prepared for people who might have mobility that's issues. That's correct. Right.
2: Typically, between our three locations, we have about fifty vans in stock. Fifty. Yes. Wow, that's uh, and we great. Also do a f- SUVs. Quite a floor plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> we also um, we do SUVs and pickups as well. Do you we really? Have a couple of brands. We can do the Honda Pilot, the uh, the Ford. Um, Explorer, yep, and uh, soon to be that one of the Chevy SUVs, the I believe it's the Terrain, okay. the bigger of the Chevy SUVs. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- we do have a pretty good selection as far as turnkey ready for for transportation for just transporting a person in a chair. Um, there we can get you out the door the same day. If it, there's other equipment to be installed, the power lockdowns, the driving controls, or other right. items that might be needed, we, it takes a few more days to get those scheduled in, sure. get everybody positioned, and uh, make sure we're doing the right thing. Yeah. But the main thing we like to do is just make sure that an individual that we're working with has, we've helped them educate themselves on what's available and... Help them make the best decision. Mm-hmm. What I, one thing I one of my biggest fears is somebody coming back after we sell them a you know a ten thousand dollar product in some cases come back to us and say, well, why didn't you tell me about this? Oh yeah. And, uh, so we always we, we try to get the customer as educated as they can be and help yeah. them make the uh, an informed decision.
0: Right, right, yeah, no. And uh, y- did I understand right? You also do elevator lifts. Yes, we Okay, do, let's we talk do about that.
2: Like the stair lifts. Yeah, the, lift the stair that lifts. That you set right, on, um, right. And go up the stairs. We install a lot of those. We're one of Bruno's largest dealers. Uh, Bruno's an American, an American-made, product uh, stairlift company, and uh, we've been with them for several years. Uh, they're a, they're a great partner wi- with us. And um, from there, we also do the vertical, what we call a vertical platform lift. Some people would refer to it as a porch lift, which is uh, a, a deck you would drive onto, and it would lift you up to the next next level. Um, and a version of that, that lift can be installed in homes to go from floor to floor as well um, with an enclosure. There's a lot of different variables on that too. And then we also do home elevators, and we do, uh, a, what I call light commercial work. We we'll, uh, we can put lifts in uh, schools and um, churches. We do a lot of that.
0: Tell me about home elevators. Do you retrofit those, or you put them in new homes, or what?
2: We can retrofit. You mm-hmm. know, it, if there's if there's uh, a an area in, in an existing home that would accommodate the lift, mm-hmm. we can put it in. Mm-hmm. We also well we often encourage people. We do a lot of home shows. We encourage people to. If they're building a home, prepare to to put an elevator in. It's basically like stacking one closet on top of another closet. Mm -hmm. Build an oversized closet for both levels, and in preparedness, it's about a five by five area that it would take. Okay. Um, That if you you can, some people will even go ahead and pre-wire it, drop the wire down the wall, and have the blocking in the wall, costing another two hundred fifty bucks or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you ever need it, it's there. Mm -hmm. If you don't need it. God bless you.
0: What is it? What does it cost to put in an elevator? They say in a two-story home, um, if it, if you if you don't have to, you know, tear everything up, right. if you've got a shaft without
2: any it. any construction fee, they'll start around seventeen thousand, and mm-hmm. they can go to whatever you want, mm-hmm. twenty-five, thirty. Mm-hmm. And w- one thing that determines the value of them is how fancy you make them with oh, the really? brass and the, mm-hmm. the bells and you know extra mm-hmm. extra whistles. So really, really they're they're pretty economical uh, for a long. That's terms, not bad at all. Know, yeah, compared to a commercial elevator that has. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they they're like twenty-five hundred. grand a floor. It seems right. like yeah, right. yeah. So. Um, then we also do overhead track systems for patient transfer. Um, uh, tell me about that. That's basically a rail system that is uh, not always mounted to the sis- to the ceiling. There's different um, st- types of. Anchorage or, or um, installations, but there can be rails from up the wall. There's there's a lot of um, a lot of different ways that they can be installed. But it, it's typically a a rail system with a lift on it that would pick up an individual in a sling in most cases. Mm-hmm. And just you could you can transfer from room to room or I- in the bathroom you can transfer from your actually from your bed to the bathroom to the shower and back without having to be. Rattled around so much, wow! Um, so wow. it makes it a lot safer. And wow. We knew quite a few of those. What does
0: a what uh, something like that cost to install? Those
2: will start in the neighborhood of seven thousand.
0: Okay. Um, so that's something that's really accessible for people,
2: right? You yeah. can go from room to it's, it's, it's basically like a train track, that's mounted to your ceiling. <laughs> and, wow! Um,
0: wow. Well, I mean, um, I had a friend who worked in an assisted living uh-huh. center, and uh, she's a young lady. And she actually threw her back out right. because she was picking these big, hulking guys up. I mean, right. they were older gentlemen, but sure. they're not small people. No. And to get somebody uh, in and out of a chair or get somebody in and out of bed, mm-hmm. I mean, she'd be bending over and, you know, kind of, you know, do the bear hug and pick them up. Right. And after a while, she her back really got to her.
2: Yep. I'm, uh, and good.
0: if you had to do that every day, I mean, that'd be a problem. Right.
2: Yeah, we also live this business too. We have a forty-one-year-old daughter with uh, okay. a disability that uh, she's unable to do anything on her own. Yeah, so she's a hundred percent lift, and uh, uh, I know what it's like to yeah. it messed up. And so my my wife does ninety-nine percent of her care, so um, she's she's quite a quite a trooper as well. Yeah, <laughs> both of them are yeah. Chris and my wife. So
0: you really have a heart for it.
2: That's basically what brought us into the, to the uh, industry. Was, okay. Uh, and they met with our daughter.
0: Wow. That's fantastic. It's a great part of the story as you're really wanting to help people who you've experienced the same thing. That's true. Well, we have just about 30 seconds left. How can people find out more if they're interested?
2: Our web, we have a website. Uh, the website is personalmobilityinc.com. Okay. Um, uh, the phone number at our champagne store is 217-398-1188. Uh, my name is Jerry Davis. Uh, my cell phone's is 217-652-4104. People are welcome to call me. I, I prefer no calls between midnight and 4 a.m., <laughs> you're welcome to call me any other time. <laughs>
0: oh, wonderful. And the new locations, at 1109 Park Court. Correct. Outstanding. And I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Yeah. We have been talking with Jerry Davis. Uh, he is with Personal Mobility. Thank you so much for you're being
2: You're welcome, with. Alex. Thank you. You bet.